Tycom, and thank you so much for tuning into this Slam Dunk Show. I'm your host, Tarek Ibrahim, and I have a bit of a uh, sore throat or weak voice. So excuse me if uh, I don't sound my normal enthusiastic self. Believe me, the, the emotional enthusiasm is there. Just the, uh, the voice perhaps is not. So, so I do apologize for that. But that doesn't take away from the fact that you've actually tuned into the best half hour of radio right here on CJM 99.1 FM. And uh, we do, as we always do, have a great, great, great show for you guys today. And today's show is actually going to have a really nice application. And this this can be used for, for Muslims, non-Muslims, just about anybody that's a human being will be able to benefit from today's show. And that's what's so good about these slam dunk shows. We actually try our best to, to give a, a message that everybody can benefit from. Like, I'm not looking to be a, a, a preachy show or we're not looking to be a show that uh, is, is, a, is a Muslim-only show. You know, we're trying to be a show that really dispels the, the myths about Islam, tells us to people this is what Islam is really all about. And if you know a very little bit about Islam, the most important thing about Islam is really morality and really perfecting one's mannerisms. And, you know, we might go into the occasional, uh, you know... Uh, Stories of a, of a prophet or uh, incidences that happened to the Prophet Muhammad but all these is done with the the consciousness that we want to make people better, and that regardless of your religious belief or inclination or ideology, that the Islam Dunk Show should be able to bring a certain light into your heart. I would say that at least once a week, you're going to get a nice little dosage of some some heartwarming, some good stuff. And that's what we got for you today. With that, with that exact same concept and idea and ideology and thought, that's what we got for you today. And today, what's even cooler about today is that today we actually have something that everybody can learn from. And the real thing today is arguing and being patient and how difficult and how challenging that may be for some people. Now... I know a lot of people, great people, amazing people, but really impatient. I know a lot of cool people, but they like to argue. So today's episode is for you. Today's episode is for the person that's trying to avoid being angry, for the person that's trying to avoid being argumentative, for the person that's trying to be nicer, right? And although, you know, this might sound super duper easy, but, you know, take a minute and just look at yourself. Take a minute and analyze yourself and ask yourself, do you enjoy arguing? Do you always need to be right? Are you the type of person that always has to have the last word? Can you ever stop yourself? And if you've answered no to any one of these, and I'm sure everybody in the world, including myself, said yes at least once, well, then today's show's for you. So... The real question you need to ask, or at least where you need to be at least thinking, is how many hearts have been lost in an effort to win an argument, right? How many people did you push away with the idea that you need to be right? And as human beings, you know, it's very, very, very normal to disagree and to be very critical. And one of the most difficult challenges of character 
for the Muslim and for anybody is being able to practice forbearance, even during of times of, of anger and disagreement. And, and if you want to really understand what I'm trying to say is that you got to have the ability and be able to disagree with the person, but in a dignified and generous spirit. And to actually even think critically without being argumentative, without being stubborn, without being rude and, and being, you know, talking down to and being condescending. And it's because we as a community fall into this so much and on so many levels that I found that this issue is extremely relevant to myself and to everybody around me. And that's the, the, the honest to God truth that we're in a society that we are constantly loving to argue. And in fact, most shows and their hosts are, 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 are merely arguing. You know, you, you put on the TV, they call it an interview, but in the end of the day, you see what's actually happening. And it's just a battle. It's actually just a battle between two people. So society has put us in a position where we're, we're arguing and, and being, uh, you know, stubborn may appear to be the norm. So the activist, right, the, the person believed, believing to be on, the, on the, the side of righteousness, for instance, argues about strategy. And the student argues about law and order and fiqh and other branches of knowledge. And communities leaders, they argue in the boardrooms, right? And the imam with those who disagree with his style and approach, whether it be with our family or our friends or our community or members of our society or the Islamophobes themselves, we often find ourselves in these really, really unique situations where anger and argumentations begin to creep in and sour the mood and really dirty the spirit. So what I've done is I actually was able to make a collection of certain verses, certain prophetic narrations and sayings of the righteous people uh, and, and, and certain books, right, that are going to be able to help us deal with this, that's going to give you amazing examples out of how to deal with this, how to deal with this inclination we as human beings have to argue, to, to disagree, to be rude on, on, on issues when we don't agree with one another. So I'm, I'm doing this to actually have that better world, to actually be in that, that, that place where, where, where life is better and people are better and everyone's friendlier and everybody's smiling. So like I said, this is a show for everybody. So what I want is I want everyone to make this intention that you're going to try and remember some of these things. And if you get a chance to re-listen to it on our podcast, then I'll ask you to actually write these points on because these are great points. These are points that you'll be able to share with your friends, with your peers, with anybody. So make sure you do it. So, so let, let's, let's, let's actually look into this. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the Quran, in chapter 25, and he says, and when the foolish address them, Right? And when it's implying addresses them, it's implying that it addresses them with bad words. Then reply with 
salama. So reply with peaceful words of gentleness. And I'm not going to give you a tafsir, I'm not going to give you an explanation of the verses, but I just want you to imagine that scenario, that somebody comes to you and verbally attacks you. Right? Somebody comes to you ready to argue, and you respond to them with peaceful and gentle words. How is that arguing going to go? Right? Somebody comes to you and says, I hate you, 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 do, you, do, you dirty Muslim. As an example, like this is a really rude Islamophobic guy, right? Comes to you, he's like, oh yeah, I hate you, you dirty Muslim. And then you tell him, God bless you. I bet he won't even know how to respond. Really, like honest to God, I don't think he'd know how to respond. He might go back at it again, but he say, oh, may God forgive me. Right? And, and you just challenge them that they, no one will know what to say. Right? And, that, and that's the beauty of the Quran, that it, it's meant for, for all eternity for people to learn from. So that's number one. Number two, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if they pass by vain speech or play, they pass by it with dignity. And that's hard. Being dignified when people are being vain or people are being vulgar or rude when they're talking and gossiping or what it may be. It's tricky because most of the time people want to hear it. People want to continue this vain talk. People want to hear what it's all about. But if you stomp on it, you crush it, you tell them, you know why we should be doing something better in our time than talking badly about one, two, or three. You know, what's that reaction going to look like? You're taking the high road for sure. Like you as the person throwing these lines at them, you're the hero. But it'll even make them look twice at what they're doing. And that's even more amazing. Allah SWT says, And be moderate in your pace and lower your voice. Indeed, the most disagreeable of sounds is the voice of the donkeys. But of the people is he who disputes about Allah without knowledge or guidance or enlightening book. Right? The people that argue without knowledge, the people that argue for the sake of arguing, this is one of the most despised sounds in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the sight of the Creator, the people arguing for the sake of arguing has no benefit to anybody. Sure, the conversation will go longer. Sure, people will go back and forth longer. But what did you actually accomplish? What did you actually do? And that's where we need to be. As a society, we need to constantly aim to be higher. We need to constantly aim to put ourselves in a level where we're not being petty, we're not being low, we're not being lowly. The Prophet Muhammad said that he who gave up disputing while he is right, a palace of high rank in paradise will be built for him. And he who gave up disputing while he is a fabricator, a palace in the center of paradise will be built for him. Now you got to really absorb this. That if you give up arguing or you stop arguing and you're right, you get a giant palace in paradise. 
as a reward, as an incentive for you from walking away from that argument. Even though you know you're right, you get a palace built. But if you give up arguing, and you're the liar, you're the one making it up, you're the one that's wrong, clearly, like you know it yourself, you still would get a palace and paradise built for you. Why is that? And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to analyze the tafsir. I'm not trying to give you the meanings of the hadith. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in no position to do it, but I just want to wrap your mind around this concept that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in His wisdom is encouraging people to stop arguing. At the end of the day, we can very clearly come to a very superficial conclusion that regardless who's right or wrong, the emphasis on, on love the emphasis on brotherhood and sisterhood, the emphasis of community is far greater than who's right and wrong. And that coming together as a society trumps all other things. That right or wrong, us being united is the most important thing. And that's the wisdom. And that's the beauty of Islam. That It's always looking for the greater of good, for the greater of society, for everybody. Not for the one person that may be able to be smart. It's a religion for everybody, right? And that's what's so incredible. And another amazing uh, hadith from Muhammad says that there are no people who went astray after having been guided except for indulging in disputation. Right? Nobody else is going to go anywhere except those that are arguing, except those that are constantly attacking one another. The Messenger of Allah repeated three times that those who search deeply for confusing questions have perished. That the person that's always looking to confuse people, the person constantly looking to to get questions, to to, to mess up the audience or to, to throw people off, that they have perished. That they're no longer there. They're not, it's not human what they're doing. Right? And he repeated it three times, giving you the emphasis of don't ask these sort of questions. Don't conscientiously make people dumb or confused or, or misguided. Right? Be good. And that's what it goes back to being good to society and be good to humanity. This is the priority of every, everything. So do not dispute with your brother. Ridicule him, nor promise him, and then break your promise. And this is big. right? It's very easy to ridicule. It's very easy to break promises. But what happens when you break promises? That you break relationships, that you break the, the love between one person and another. So be a, a, a man or a woman of your word, that when you give your word, it's taken and it's bond. It used to be a thing in society that people would, would, would give their oath and say, your word is bond, or you are what your words are, and you're nothing without your word. And now we've become a society where we're, we're very easily able to say whatever you want and not be held responsible for it. Say whatever we want and not be held accountable for it. That we can encourage tyranny and we can encourage racism and we can encourage hatred but you can convince people that you are not racist that you are not a person of hate 
Okay, you've encouraged it. You've pushed it. But you can somehow take your hands off of it. So it's very, very unique. Very, very unique. Bilal, one of the, the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, who says that if you see a disputing, arrogant, and bigoted person, bear in mind that they are utterly lost. Right? And what do you do when you know somebody's lost? You help them. You guide them. You show them the way. You teach them. They're lost. They have no idea what they're doing. So it's important to remember that. That not everybody can be dealt with as though they're correct or they're right or they're normal. That certain things need you to be delicate. Certain things need you to be sensitive. Certain things need you to be, you know, sensitive to the person in front of you. Luqman salam, one of the one of the, the, the wise Luqman, the wise prophet said to his son, O son, do not dispute with the knowledgeable, lest they detest you. Right? Don't argue with the people that are that are that are so smart. Because smart people always want to stay smart. People don't like to be challenged. People don't like to be put in their place, if you will. So be wise in all cases. The great companion of the Prophet Muhammad Omar said that do not learn knowledge for three things and do not leave it for three things. And this is fundamental for everybody. That everybody has to remember this. This is so important. So don't learn knowledge for three reasons and don't stay away from knowledge for three reasons. So the reasons, do not learn it, right? If you're going to have this knowledge, don't go and get this knowledge to dispute over it, to show off with it, or to boast about it. And do not leave seeking it out of shyness, of dislike for it, or contending with the arrogance in its steed. Right? Don't not learn something because you don't want to be ignorant about it anymore. You have to know. Certain things you need to know. You can't constantly say, well, I didn't know. Oh, nobody told me. You, you can't play that excuse. And you can't go and get knowledge or learn about knowledge to show off. What an, what an ungrateful person you would be that the whole reason you want knowledge, the whole reason you want to learn, the whole reason you want to help people is to show off that you're helping people. I tell you, this is one of the most insincerest things anyone can do. So it was narrated that Abu Hanifa said to Dawood al-Ta'i, why do you prefer seclusion? And Dawood replied, to struggle against myself to leave disputing. And Abu Hanifa said, attend meetings. Listen to what is said and remain silent. And the wood said, I have done so, but I found nothing heavier than this. Right? When you hear it right in front of you, and you can't say anything about it because you don't want to argue with the people, because you know they'll argue with you. Nothing is harder than this. To the extent that Abu Hanif is saying, if you want to do good, if you really want to struggle, Right, struggle for the sake of Allah, then you go to these rooms and you hear it and you figure out a way to do it right. 
not arguing. And this is the, 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 the true person trying to benefit his society. Aisha, radiallahu anha, one of the Prophet's uh, wives said, that the Prophet said, the most hated person with Allah is the one that is the most quarrelsome person. The one constantly making trouble. The one that goes into a room makes a problem with this person. The problem the guy that goes to the other room makes a problem with this person. And all he does is just stirs it up. I'm sure you're thinking of a person right now that, that's constantly stirring it up. Ibn Qutayba said that his disputant said to him, what is the matter with you? And he replied to him, I will not dispute with you. And the guy then goes and says to him, Thus you have come to know that I am right. All right, look at the, look at the arrogance of this guy. Ibn Qutayba responded, No, but I respect myself more than that. At this, the disputant reacted and said, And I will not claim a thing that is not my right. So see, even to that level, even to that extent, you got to know, right? The world is constantly trying to test you. It's constantly trying to put you basically into a headlock where you're going to say something dumb, where you're going to say something rude, or you're going to say something, you know, detestful or, dis- or distasteful, right? You're going to constantly put you in, in this position for you to do something wrong. And your challenge in every situation is to be the bigger person. But no matter what life throws at you, you are going to come out with your head high, your conscience clear, knowing you did your best. And that, of course, is the, the ultimate challenge. Right? That is 100% the ultimate challenge. So we have a few minutes left, right? And, and I still have a lot of quotes. I prepared 30 of them for you or so. So we're going to go through them a little bit more, but I just want you to really take these in. Like I'm, I'm picking some small ones, some short ones. Pick a whole bunch of them. So, so, so don't forget this. This is important. It was narrated in the hadith, Prophet Muhammad said that men accustomed to cursing will not be intercessors or witnesses on the day of resurrection. That the believer does not defame, abuse, or disparage, nor vilify. And that the believer does not curse. And the Messenger of Allah said that the one initiating abuse incurs the sin of abusing as long as the other did not return it. Imagine that. That once you give it back, you got your justice. So imagine, right? What, what, what kind of a society is this Islam teaching us to be like? Right? People love, 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 absolutely love to label Islam as a religion of hate, to label Islam as a religion of, of, of so many, you know, terrible things. Right? Like the list goes on and on and on of oppression, of abuse, of this, of that, of this, of that, whatever. And then here I am bringing you authenticated narrations from either the Quran or the Prophet encouraging you to morally take the high ground all the time that the most important thing in society is to, to maintain society not to be right not to put people down but to maintain that love of society Abdullah ibn Umar the uh, narrated that I asked the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
about what saves me from Allah's wrath. What saves me? And he said, don't become angry. And Ibn Umar, Ibn, and Ibn Mas'ud, and Ibn Dardar related a very similar conversation on their own behalf. That multiple people asked the Prophet Muhammad what can I do to avoid the, the wrath of Allah or the punishment of Allah? And the Prophet Muhammad constantly says, do not become angry. You got to think about that. Why? Why is it such a big deal not to become angry? Why is it so important not to become angry? And just imagine what happens when people do become angry. What is the, 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 the typical uh, conclusion of what happens when somebody becomes angry? I'll tell you one person. It's very hard to find an angry person smiling or an angry person not sh- or an angry, pers- angry person laughing or an angry person giving a hug. You don't see these things. Good things usually don't happen when people are angry. And again, I'm not a scholar. I'm not a, a big, super knowledgeable guy. But just, just reflect on your own. Why is it so important for people that the, the, the Prophet Muhammad, he would tell the people, them that don't become angry. The Prophet said that he who is victorious over his passion at the time of anger is the strongest amongst you. He who forgives having the power to release his anger is the most patient among you. And that one is really beautiful. That when you have the ability to take your justice, when you have the ability to get what's rightfully yours and you don't, that is patience. That is patience. That is undoubtedly the most incredible thing. Let me give you an example. So, um, we're trying to think of a good example. So let's say you come home and you find out that, you know, your your best friend, your roommate, you have a roommate, and your roommate rips your book. And that book's value is 10 bucks. And then you see your, your friend's wallet, and you see he's got 10 bucks in there. And you go to your friend and you tell him, hey, I'm going to take this 10 bucks because you ripped my book. You tell him, I'm not even saying you're stealing. I'm telling him. Many will say, yeah, he's entitled to it. This guy ruined his book. 10 bucks is there. Guy's got it. Probably that guy, even he's a good friend, he'll probably even pay him for it. But instead of that scenario happening, scenario two happens where you see the book and you completely let it go. Like, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's all good. Small example. Right? Very, very small example. But how patient were you? Say it's your most favorite book. Say it's your photo album of when you were a kid. You know, you make the scenario whatever you want. But this, the emphasis is that when you forgive somebody and you have the power to release your revenge, you have the power to release your anger, and you don't, that is the most patient person. Unfortunately, that's all the time we got today. I wish I could share more with you guys, but that's all the time we got. We are always a, a victim of time on the Islam Dunk Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you again next week, same time, same place. Subhanakallah, <laughs> wa